1: Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
3: All right, let's transition into football. The team on the field with a question maybe you can answer, maybe you don't want to. When the stadium and in Arlington Heights opens, will Justin Fields be the quarterback of the Bears?
2: Yeah, we said. You know, I'm using this 2027 ballpark. So uh, that would be his seventh NFL season. It would have mean he earned a second contract. It would have mean he is well into that second contract at that point. Stalling, stalling, delaying, delaying. Trying not to give an answer. I, 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 I say yes.
3: I, i'll say yes I, but I, I think that it's
2: <laughs> totally to fun, rile like, the masses up yeah
3: you know it, it's it's fun to consider the possibilities i also thought it was interesting he may stick around just so he can play in a in a stadium with a roof because well, apparently he doesn't like bare weather or he's
2: outdoors. been vocal like he was on yeah, the the I part in my take po- podcast saying i hope this stadium has a dome i can't wait to get in a dome so uh you know on the record justin fields has has said that that bare weather isn't for him
3: so as it pertains to Justin Fields, Dan, this is the silly season. So we're going to hear a lot from people who believe whether they're being fed information legitimately, whether they're being fed information intentionally to mislead, but there's going to be a school of thought. Hey, the Bears have the number one overall pick. They can trade that and because they have a quarterback or they can trade their quarterback and use the number one pick on Bryce Young, Will Levis, or CJ Stroud. First of all, before we get to some of the specific analysts who are suggesting such a thing, overall, how would you term what's happened this week? Because we have heard it from more than one source, this idea.
2: Well, look, I, that's why I said that the Bears were made for this offseason, because it, it, it generates conversation, it generates debate, it generates um, different trains of thoughts on what could happen in direction A and what could happen in direction B. I've had some really interesting phone calls myself in the last 10 days that, you know, like you take a bunch of notes and you um, – put them in the sifter and you you kind of try to filter through stuff that is speculative versus stuff that is just kind of philosophical versus stuff that is actual rooted in reality fact and it's all blended together in a stew at this time of year as you know David and it gets really confusing trying to separate one from another and so my my personal rule is you just kind of use stuff in the back of your head and you don't report anything as gospel until you know it's absolutely gospel so some of these things that come out as you know one general manager wouldn't be surprised if Justin Fields was no longer a bear well, there's 32 of them in the league until I've got 28 of them telling me, Oh yeah, they're trading them. I'm not going to jump on my, my, my bicycle and and start throwing
3: newspapers on the driveways of everybody in my neighborhood. And that was one report from Jason Lockin four, who said that general managers at the senior bowl or somewhere, maybe it was a super bowl. He quoted general managers saying they wouldn't be surprised. We have Todd Mc. Todd McShay, the ESPN draft expert who does a terrific job breaking down prospects, saying that if he were the Bears, that he would draft Bryce Young, even though that's not likely what they're going to do. But again, that pumps up the value of a Bryce Young. And then we have somebody who I think is very highly respected and should be. And I respect Colin Coward as much as anybody because he's compelling, he's thought provoking, and certainly he's plugged in and talks to a lot of people but he had this to say about why he would recommend the bears trade Justin Fields.
0: One more season of average to bad and you'll get nothing for him. Secondly, the bears have a defensive coach and a defensive culture and they didn't draft him. He's not their guy. Third, Chicago probably won't have the number one pick for a while. I don't think they'll be good, but you're not going to be in this territory again. Use the opportunity. And four. You had Khalil Mack and Roquan Smith, and you couldn't win games. You think Will Anderson is going to come in and turn the franchise around? In an offensive pivoting league where it's hard to go on a 10-game losing streak, in a, in a year the Packers were down, and the Vikings and Lion defenses were atrocious, they lost 10 straight games. I think you have to consider calling Atlanta and saying, we'll give you Justin Fields, give us your eighth pick, go get Bryce Young, and then go get another, the second or third best edge rusher. I like Justin Fields, but I've never, ever thought he was Trevor Lawrence. I don't think he's close to Caleb Williams or Drake May. I don't think he's an Andrew Luck. I don't think he's a guy that can succeed if the circumstances aren't great. He's more Trey Lance. He'll work if he gets the right stuff.
3: A lot there, David. There's a lot there. Before we comment on that, (laughs) let's go back to November, mid-November, kind of right around the time where Justin Fields – uh, emerge that and just remind people of that Colin Coward also said that was Justin Fields' time where he proved that he would be the Bears quarterback of the future. So opinions <laughs> are fluid, and I understand the reasons why. And Colin Coward on FS1 does a terrific job, again, of breaking down the league and being compelling. But, Dan, I don't know I, – I don't know if I buy a lot of what he said because the Will Anderson thing – Is yeah, you know, when Khalil Mack came to the Bears, he did make an impact on a team that did have a Super Bowl caliber defense, yeah. So you can get that guy, the right guy, to make that kind of special immediate impact. Micah Parsons is another, if he's there, Micah Parsons. So I think it's amusing, it's interesting. But I have to control myself and pace myself because I went on a little mini rant Thursday morning on the Molly and Haas show, and Molly told me that hey, it's only February sixteenth, so as much as I declared that there, this is enough of the 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 trade Justin (laughs) Field stuff. We got got seventy days to go. Yeah, Long way to go.
2: 70 days until draft night or somewhere around there. Uh, it may be an even 70 days, to be honest with you. And like, so we look at this and um, first of all, I like the the hinting by Colin Coward of a reunion in Atlanta, Ryan Pace engineering a trade with his bosses to re- re- reunite with Justin Fields. Right. Wouldn't, wouldn't that yeah. be sweet theater?
3: Well, and yet, yeah, and they have a roof in that stadium. So of <laughs> course he wants to play indoors.
2: Yeah. So, so, so there you have that. The other part of this argument that I shoot down immediately is, um, you know, if he has another average you get nothing for him. Well, you know what else you get nothing for? If you trade him away and your next quarterback isn't any good and Justin becomes something. And, and right now you're on a track where you've seen enough out of Justin Fields to believe that he has the potential to be a long-term difference-making starter. And so to pull the court on that now sort of defeats the purpose of what you're trying to get done. Now, I, I, I do understand the argument of those who say you're not going to be picking at number one often. And so when you're at number one, you better understand the um, – luxury you have and the flexibility you have and you better consider everything so i'm cool with ryan poles considering all this for him going to indy in a couple of weeks and and vetting that quarterback class as deeply as he wants to vet it like you have to do all these things and and do all this homework but ultimately right now you know i've been beating the stay the course drum for a long time on the justin fields topic and i think the bears will i think the bears will
3: yeah that those are your words see it through you got me going there during the season i was like okay <laughs> i this this makes a lot of sense and i i would see it through if for no other reason that you have an opportunity to use that pick to multiply i know you'd get a lot for justin fields too and i guess that would be an interesting conversation with maybe a draft analyst who would what would you get more for the number 1 overall pick or justin fields the quarterback i still think you probably would get i uh, More for the number one overall pick because of the potential involved and and the contract situation. But I think it's almost a hypothetical and a moot point because if you're the Bears, you've got to see what you have, see, see this through because you've started to develop a quarterback that you can win with.
2: So, can I give you a piece of chatter that has now come to me from from multiple channels within the league that I think is interesting? And it's the idea that the Houston Texans may not be hell bent on getting a rookie quarterback in this draft. I think we've all sort of seen it as a foregone conclusion. They need a quarterback. They need a quarterback. They're picking number two. They're going to take it. Well, now there's sort of this train of thought that listen, they just hired D'Amico Ryan's to be their head coach. He's got a six-year contract. There's no urgency in 2023 to put everything in place to get moving. Nick Casario hasn't been on the job as the general manager for very long either. They have time on their side to potentially do what a lot of teams do, which is build the rest of the roster first – unite yourself with a veteran, right? Like you can go out in free agency and find yourself a bridge veteran quarterback that gets you there. And by the way, I bring this up because you mentioned the name Caleb Williams. You mentioned the name Drake May. Well, the Houston Texans could easily put together a roster that is helping them for the future, but is also capable of doing what the Bears did this year and losing 14 games and being right back up in the top two to pick again in a draft that then has... Difference-making, no-doubt guys that people around the league say, yeah, Caleb Williams, better than anyone in this class. Drake May may be better than anyone in this class. So it's a fascinating little subplot to the story that, that it's just worth throwing out there now because I think everyone has sort of operated for months and months and months it, with the idea that the Houston Texans are hell-bent on getting their, their QB1 uh, before they get to OTAs.
3: Well, if you get through the pre-draft process and you're not convinced that Bryce Young really – uh, you're not convinced that he's a mini Mahomes, as I have heard people refer to him, and maybe it's more hype than it is reality. Yeah, I could see that because Caleb Williams might be the next Mahomes. Caleb Williams is closer to the real deal than any quarterback in this draft. I, I would go on record of saying that right now, today, but reserving the possibility of changing my mind next year. But I think that Caleb Williams, <laughs> like he would be great if you're the Texans who had fired two straight head coaches who. Did nothing to get deserved to get fired, so you're the Texans, you're a mess. Why not wait another year?
4: We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero